Hi, I'm Sean Healy, and you're listening to Tools. Hi everyone, Sean Healy, personal development educator and NLP trainer here, and you're listening to episode 119 of Sean Healy Tools, a podcast intended to help us have better quality business and personal relationships through utilizing tips, tools, and strategies to get the most out of our interactions with ourselves and others. So welcome to this episode. Episode 119 is entitled Essential Negotiation Points for Relationship. Um, Effectively, this episode, the framework that I'm going to be talking about that I think is stunningly effective comes from the work of Dr. Pat Allen, who, in my opinion, is uh, one of the most um, effective uh, couples, marriage, and dating experts going around in the modern era. Uh, Modern relationship, modern dating, uh, the challenges facing modern marriage. There's there's all kinds of complexity, and I think that uh, her work is some of the most useful for helping us have the best quality um, intimate relationships that we can. Um, So I thought I would uh, uh, pay homage, so to speak, to some of her material today because I think it is very, very effective um, and it helps us negotiate the kind of relationships that we want um, and renegotiate because these things are not a kind of a once-off conversation. Um, Modern relationships are very, very challenging. There's so many things that can distract us, Um, other people, other activities, work pressures, um, the fact that we are living longer than ever before, there are so many elements to juggle. So to have a framework that helps us stay on track and keep the most stable, erotically passionate, um, richly rewarding relationships we can, um, any any material that helps there is, you, you know, I think is absolutely vital because it can be so stunningly expensive to end a relationship, not not just from a financial perspective, but from an emotional, physical, spiritual perspective. And yet, um, that's what we're seeing on the relational landscape. One in one in two long-term marriages, depending on where in the world you come from, um, it's not likely to. It's not going to go the distance. So there's so much changing on the landscape. And anything that helps us to get a sure footing, I think, is um, is well worth looking at. So what I wanted to address in this particular episode was the what Dr. Pat Allen considers to be the four key areas to negotiate and continue to be open to negotiation in your relationship. Um, the first one of the four areas is time. Um, and in regards to negotiating time in relationship, What's my expectation of, you know, how much alone time, my own time, do I expect to have? Um, How much does my partner expect to have? And how do we work that out? Um, How much uh, we time um, in terms of how much time am I expecting to spend with my partner? Just the two of us. Um, And that gets more complex if we've got busy social lives, we've got demanding careers, and then we've got children on top. So, 
um, what are our agreements that we um, that we want to kind of work out about how much couple time we spend together. Um, and then also there's us time as a couple spending time with others, whether that's with our kids, whether that's with our extended families, whether that's with our friends. You know, what's that going to look like? What's our expectation? And whether we kind of work out roughly a framework for that on a monthly basis, you know, over the next month, um, I'd, I'd like, you know, it, um, for many people who tend to be a bit more introverted, meaning they need a bit more withdraw time to kind of energize and recharge, uh, you know, um, that might mean that, that I need a half hour a day just to myself to sit in a tub, to read a book, go for a walk. Um, and if I'm partnered up with an extrovert, well, that might mean that that person um, doesn't need as much uh, alone time or as long um, to to kind of meet their own sort of personal needs. Um, or perhaps it's, you know, one evening a week, I want to take myself out and have a quiet coffee somewhere or whatever it looks like. And again, it doesn't really matter. Um, it's about coming, whatever the framework is for your individual relationship, whatever you agree on as a couple, that's fine as long as you're both um, content enough with the agreement um, because it's going to vary couple to couple. Um, like I said, uh, are we talking about uh, committing to one night a week? We have we, we have we time, you know, we have a date night where it's, it's just you and I. Um, how much us time uh, do we devote on the weekend to, you know, um, depending on the kind of uh, closeness demands that we grew up with in our family system, you know, you might have grown up in an environment where your, your family, your extended family only sort of caught up once every couple of months and you've partnered up with somebody who kind of goes to mum and dad still as an adult for um, Sunday afternoon lunch every week. Um, nothing wrong with that. Again, it's what we what we kind of want to do, but but that's going to have to then be a negotiation um, around uh, what our expectations are. And ideally, if we're setting aside time to negotiate these things before moments of friction arise, that's our best possible chance. You know, think about these these points of negotiation. You know, you wouldn't run a business without meetings. You wouldn't run a business without essential touch points and agreed upon parameters of here's the standard, here's what we're willing to commit to as a result of being a team player in the business. And, you know, being in a relationship is a team sport. Um, you don't, you know, you can't come into a team sport and expect to play, in, you know, play like you're in an individual sport. You know, if I'm playing, if I'm playing baseball, so to speak, you know, that's a very different um focus. I'm, I have to find my role in the team. I have to acquiesce to the team from time to time. That's very different to a solo sport like golf. Um, so if I've chosen to be in a team, then what am I prepared to negotiate and do around that? Um, and this is the same in terms of, as I say, if we were looking at a business, we wouldn't dream of not having regular meetings to check in. We wouldn't, we wouldn't, we wouldn't dream of not having measurable touch points to do to indicate very quickly if something was going wrong that we needed to address um, and it's the same when we've got these points of measurement that we're building into our relationship so time is a very important thing um, negotiating um, how we're going to spend our what our time expectations are as a couple 
and and perhaps some structure and framework around that. Um, then, of course, space. You know, um, these days, especially with people entering new relationships later in life, then you might have your own home and your partner might have your, their own home and, and you're used to keeping your home in a certain way and they're used to keeping theirs in a certain way. So how much time at whose place do we spend? If we do get a joint um, place, um, then how are we going to negotiate the chores and tasks? Again, it does not matter um, what kind of breakdown you come up with provided it's a breakdown that you both are content enough with. That's the parameter here. Um, you might divide chores on the basis of, um, uh, you know, I do all the cooking because I love cooking, um, whereas you do all the gardening because you do gardening, and then the other stuff we, you know, we take turns in or something like that. So whatever you, whatever you want to kind of negotiate there, but again, you have to negotiate how you're going to occupy the same physical space. Um, and especially if one of us is more orderly than the other, then how do we, how do we work that one through? Um, then of course, um, as well as negotiating, um, um, uh, the upkeep of our physical space, um, and whatever that looks like, or like I said, you know, we might find that that links in with time and we say, well, we spend two nights a week at your place, two nights a week at mine, and then we both... Um, have our own individual time at our separate houses for the other three nights of the week might be an example. And then we have to negotiate, of course, money. Um, my money, your money, and our money. Um, you know, how are we contributing? Um, are we going to contribute 50-50 to things that we want to do or things that, you know, bills, for example, or if there's a slight imbalance in income, is that a percentage division? Because I make, you know, three times what you make, you put in one third towards the bills and I put in two thirds. Again, perfectly okay. It's just working out what what's good enough for the both of you and workable enough. And of course, with all these parameters, this is, you know, we're, we're, we're booking in with each other time to go through these things and we might have to make a couple of different meeting appointments where we sort of say, well, um, this meeting is about negotiating our time. We're going to have a separate meeting about space, another meeting about money. And then, of course, we're going to have a meeting about um, the fourth category, which Dr. Pat Allen refers to as play. Um, how are we, how are we uh, as a couple, how are we... How are we spending our pleasure and playtime, um, both in sexual and non-sexual ways? Um, how are we going to negotiate uh, what our needs, expectations and desires are, what we want and what we don't want in, in, in that particular area? Um, but I think if we've got these negotiation points, if we've got these um, ways to kind of track and navigate the success of the relationship based on you know, what I've committed to, I'm, I'm keeping my commitments, I'm keeping my side, um, I'm honouring my side of the standards of, of the relationship, I'm, I'm putting in an effort, um, I'm not starting to get lazy and coast and take you and the relationship for granted. Um, and even if I am, we can very quickly point to, you know, I, I, I feel as if, you know, you're not, you're not contributing the way you used to be, um, and the reason I feel that way is because 
of this. You know, we're able to point to specifics rather than just give vague inclinations that can be uh, discounted and denied. So if we've got measurable parameters, it's a lot easier to, you know, gently um, hold ourselves and each other to account um, so that we can continue to have the best quality relationship we can. Time, time is so precious and uh, and non-renewable. So how we sort of structure that in a way that really works for both of us, I think is so, so very important. And obviously there's so much more that could be said about these, but I really think if we are taking the time to negotiate workable, you know, time, space, money, and play are the four major categories, um, that we are prepared to continue, we can make an arrangement that maybe when we're starting this out, we check in once a month around these things, um, that we're putting away the time just to look at, um, you know, we're not just in the relationship, we're working on the relationship. That that becomes a real sort of uh, significant factor around where we're continuing to commit to the health progress. We're continuing to work on building on uh, what we started with um, so that we're not starting to go into places of resentment and frustration. Um, and if we are, we can very quickly look at, well, what's causing that? Oh, okay, I've, I've noticed that, that um, we're, we're not spending as much we time together, and even when we are, it's contaminated with talk about the kids or it's, um, uh, you know, we've, we've ended up venting about somebody who frustrates us or we're talking too much about work or we end up sitting side by side scrolling through Facebook. Um, and so we have stopped really seeing, speaking, and and hearing each, each other. We, we've stopped those moments of real intimate connection. And as a result, we're starting to drift from each other. So I think this is a really good, these are really good criteria for helping us stay as best as possible on track, especially in the modern world where there are so many uh, distractions. So there's a lot more I can say about this, but I wholeheartedly encourage you to potentially sit down with your partner, make the time to, to, to start to have conversation about these areas. Be prepared that you might have to, you know, um, revisit these things if certain areas get a bit triggering and challenging. Um, and that we're both, you know, both of you are committed to the relationship uh, not just to me getting the best out of the relationship, but rather I'm committed to the team and that means I'm open to compromise. Um, I'm open to try things out. We can negotiate a trial period to see how certain arrangements work. Um, like I said, we're scheduling time if we need to talk about these things. Um, so we're making appointments with one another. We're scheduling in um, designated times to have these conversations so we're not catching each other off guard. Um, and we are we are making having the understanding that this is these will be revisited um, and as we go and the more we settle into a relational dynamic you might find that those meetings get further apart and they're only needed um, when we're starting out these frameworks you know we might need to check in weekly fortnightly or monthly but then as things go and we find we've really hit a, a nice groove um, for the relationship, that we only need to check in briefly once every couple of months and then it goes out to three months. Um, but I, with, as I say, so many distractions in the modern world, I would probably be mindful not to let things slip too far because it can be very easy to, um, you know, put put the relationship on the back burner for other things. Um, 
So I hope this helps. I, you know, like I said, I, I really found this um, to to be an excellent framework. I wholeheartedly encourage um, the work of Dr. Pat Allen. If you want to have a look at that, there's a podcast series, the uh, Dr. Pat Allen podcast series that you can get um, on iTunes, and it's available certainly elsewhere. Um, and she's got an amazing series of books to getting to I do, staying married and loving it. Um, it's a man's world and a woman's universe, and there are some some um, other great works of hers as well. So I, I wholeheartedly um, would encourage people to explore her work. Um, I, I like her framework around this, that in, in her opinion, she's politically incorrect, but scientifically accurate. So be prepared to potentially be a little bit kind of jarred by some of the material. It's excellent, but it will potentially require you to think in a slightly different kind of way. And I, I think that is entirely healthy. Um, uh, like I said, can't, can't speak highly enough of her work. I think it's, it's absolutely uh, wonderful. So, um, Hope you've enjoyed the episode um, and that it's a tool that you can take away and use and adds value to your relationship. And um, as usual, as we sign off, if uh, for those of you who've been listening along for a long period of time, my profoundest gratitude as always um, that uh, you're taking the time to uh, um, listen to the show if you've just joined us. Uh, welcome. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed the episode. And if you want to continue to support the show, please go to iTunes, download, subscribe, and leave a five-star review as it makes it easier for others to find this material. And I think the more resources and education we have around better quality living, um, not just what I'm doing, but there's some amazing stuff out there that's available, um, the better off we all are. Um, and of course, uh, the show is also available on uh, Stitcher, Podbean and um, at the website emergencetraining.com.au. It is available in a couple of other spaces, but I can't remember those off the top of my head. So apologies for that one. And by all means, come and check out my YouTube channel as well, Sean Healy Relationship Resourcing Series. Um, we're doing some of the similar sort of stuff in a slightly different way on the medium of YouTube also. So by all means, um, subscribe and check that out as well. And if you've got any ideas for episodes, um, you know, uh, reach out, um, contact us at the website, emergencetraining.com.au. If I think I know something about it or I can contribute a little piece or point people in the direction of, of, uh, of uh, someone I consider to be uh, an effective expert in that area, then by all means. Um, but uh, as always, thank you for listening to the show. Hope you've got something to take away and use in your life. Um, and until we're with each other on another episode, bye for now and thank you again.